You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. The weekend. Discuss. No, there's more than that, isn't there? What a weekend. Uh, I owe my text to Muzz from Hawke's Bay a bottle of Pinot of his choice. He said that it would be a walkover, that it would be absolutely obvious that uh, National would do well and that they would have partners to support them. I thought the election would be a bit closer, a bit tighter. But ultimately, although it wasn't a complete rejection of the left, it was an absolute decimation of Labour. Not as bad as 2014, but jolly close, and with ramifications for years to come. Those on the left who couldn't bring themselves to vote right went to the Greens. Some to top. Top got the same amount of party vote as Te Pāti Māori, but of course they didn't get the electoral seat of Ireland, which they were hoping for. And Te Pāti Māori did a fantastic job taking the Māori seats from Labour. The Greens did very well too, holding on to Auckland Central and winning Wellington Central. So it wasn't a complete rejection of the left. What it was was a rejection of Labour. Labour wasn't Labour enough for those on the left. And they were utterly hopeless for those in the middle. National did better than expected. Act and New Zealand First were about what everyone was predicting in the final week of the election. I flicked around the media a bit before settling on News Talk ZB's coverage for the night. And I found it really entertaining. Thank you, team. I don't think I'm biased, but I thought it was jolly. Probably biased. I thought it was jolly good. Chris Hipkins' speech was odd and sort of sums up why Labour lost, in my opinion. He talked about the many, many amazing things that Labour had done and how impressive they'd been in the face of so many odds. Oh, how magnificent they were. Proving yet again that by spending so much time in Wellington, he is completely out of touch with what people have been feeling for at least two years. The best moment of the speech came with the mic drop of, hey, I'd like to thank my new partner, Tony. Everyone's, Tony? With an I? With a Y? Who's Tony? Where's Tony? <laughs> it was, it was, that bit got my attention. But what he really does need to do, he, he doesn't seem to understand how Labour lost so badly. So my recommendation, if he's remotely interested, for him to come to a come to Jesus moment and understand what happened would be to sit himself quietly in a corner away from sycophants and people who just think he's the bee's knees open up the New Zealand Herald and read Simon Wilson's column because Simon Wilson who is you know, a left-leaning columnist has had a road to Damascus moment in his column where he talks about Labour's ability to win the war they were fit to win the war but not for peace a bit like Churchill's World War II government. Simon Wilson writes, it isn't Labour's fault that the fallout from the pandemic has been difficult to understand. People isolated from loved ones in hardship and grief, children traumatised, businesses collapsed and still collapsing, anger and intolerance on the rise, the health system almost broken. The social trauma has been far deeper and more widespread than expected and it will roll on for a long time to come, he writes. Yes, we know. Is this not what we've been talking about for the past couple of years? If Simon or Chris Hipkins or whoever had turned off Nat Rad or concert radio for 10 minutes and tuned into ZB, 
They would have known this long before Saturday night. Simon Wilson goes on, co-governance was always going to be opposed by racists, but Labour allowed a lot of other good-hearted people to feel estranged, estranged by it too. Yes, the messaging was so poor, their delivery of it was so poor, that, as Simon Wilson says, people who would normally be quite moderate and quite tolerant were like, what the dickens? And Simon's like, wow, who knew? We did! (laughs) We knew! Simon Wilson goes on, build light rail, okay, but make sure the existing bus networks are highly functional on existing roads. Reform education, of course, but get kids back into classrooms and do not wreck the universities or the technical institutes. And yes, reform the health system, but the priority has to be the front line. Yes, Simon, we know. We've been saying this all along. Where were you? Where were you in the lead up to the election saying this? This is why people turned against Labour, because they could see all of this ineptitude. Not because they're racist or anti-trans or venal money-grubbing capitalists who want to squeeze more out of the oppressed working men or women. Basically it's because Labour were completely and utterly hopeless at delivering all the myriad promises they made to New Zealanders and when it came down to it, they simply could not deliver what New Zealanders needed and wanted. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.